episode 154. Thank you all for listening to episode 153, Super Bowl Hangover. Here comes the XFL. I am Gary here with my co-host. Bear. And And Cody Bryant. Cody Bryant, Bear, again from the mobile as I get over the uh, flu. Thank you for joining me via Bluetooth speaker. Appreciate it. You're recording into Cody Bryant's mic. So you're here in spirit in a little black box. I am bowing through my phone right now. <laughs> are, are you Are you at least both? I, I know, Cody, you're down in your, your new man cave, which, by the way, looks great. And Bear, are you uh, mobile from the uh, the Bear Cave? Yep, sure as shit. I'm laying on my couch. <laughs> This this is how I always envision like uh, Bruce Pritchard and 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 Conrad doing their podcast. <laughs> now they got like fancy offices and shit, a whole bunch of stuff. I know, right? I'm just sitting here staring at my TV watching AEW. Yep, I just right, put it I'm up down here in the in the 37th chamber right now. <laughs> I just uh, what did I just listen I to? I think I just listened to. Uh, Conrad's, I think, or Conrad's, they're all Conrad's. Uh, Bruce Pritchard's, I think it was the 95 Royal Rumble I might have listened to recently. Either either, either of you guys listened to that one? Yeah, I liked it a lot. Because he just shits on people talking about Pam. I love how much he shits on Dave Meltzer. It's my favorite thing to listen for. Yeah, he does not like that, dude. He's like, I was there. You were not. <laughs> right. I mean, they get legit mad, man. But, I mean, I can understand why they get legit mad. But, man, do you hear about uh, Booker T going off on Dave Meltzer on that uh, cruise? On oh. Chris Jericho's cruise? No, what happened? No, I didn't hear that. He did? Yeah. Uh, Booker T seen Dave Meltzer on the cruise and, like, tore him a new one. Good. But yeah, somebody said there's I don't know. I where I'm looking around, I've seen like on Reddit there may or they may or they may or may not be a video floating around of it. But uh I know who was it, Eric Bischoff on his podcast, he said he talked to Booker T. Like he had ran into him like right after they came back and he was basically like thanking him. For cutting into Dave Meltzer like that. A lot of people hate Dave Meltzer. <laughs> he gives us a lot of stuff. I don't know. I don't know how a lot of others feel about him, but it seems like everybody hates him. In, yeah, in the, the wrestling only business. One, the only one of Conrad's... I mean, JR is the only one that, like, doesn't rip him. If he doesn't, like, agree with him or something, he'll just say he doesn't agree. Like, he won't go off on a big tangent. He'll be like, yeah, I don't really agree with that. Um, but that's his opinion. And that's usually what he says. Like, Bruce and Eric and Tony all just shit on him pretty much. Yeah. Can Can you guys tell and, me who, uh, who, who's in that dress with Pac right now? Say that again? Who's in that dress? I'm watching AEW right now that's interviewing with Pac. I don't know who that was. She must be somebody new. I think Riho's getting ready to go through a table here, though. 
Yeah, I know. I think mine's behind you guys because I stream. But I see uh, I see him just talking, and Riho is just holding that belt. Looks terrified for her life. Yeah. Right. Oh, look at that. Yes. Don't ruin it. Yeah, don't ruin it. I'm behind. I'm streaming over here. <laughs> no, I literally, no, I literally just seen it. I was guessing too. Like I didn't even think. Oh damn. Oh yeah, here she goes. Damn, that was an inadvertent spoiler alert. I didn't even think it was gonna happen. Oh, my table didn't break. Yeah, see, I haven't even. I'm not even there yet. Yeah, I guess they didn't. Yeah, they didn't get that one from Tables R Us. Oh, I just see the big woman coming oh, yeah. in. Here we go. Oh, here we go. Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> and she just rolls <laughs> off the back. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Uh, shit, we haven't even thanked anybody, so we better do that real quick. So thanks to Wes Anderson for Moments in Time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter at Songs by Wes. Thanks to All Wear Clothing, first and primary sponsor of Over the Line Sports Podcast. Visit him, allwearclothing.com. Thank you, Brandon. Thank you to Crandall's Quality Landscaping. Give Sean a call, 419-704-5471. Serves the Toledo and surrounding areas and not... Philippines. Um, we already did the Philippines. <laughs> it's supposed to be different every time. Yeah, come, come on, Cody Bryant. All right, well, fine. Taiwan. Taiwan. Okay, we'll take Taiwan. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, I know. I, I'm, I'm looking. So, I, you guys know I did. Uh, I, I told you I did win the uh, pull down map. It's laying on the table right now. I gotta take down the shelf for the big TVs. I'm gonna drop it down a little bit so we can hang this map up. And I got a big giant globe too uh, from the school as well. One of those big globes that has the protruding mountains. It's pretty badass. So we might be able to spin the globe, and you just tell me a country at some point too if we just get bored with it. So Bear, you're gonna have several options. You'll have a globe or a pull down map. Yeah, I want pull down map. Yep, I'll have to get that hanging be uh, by next week. I'll get that going. I've got a couple days off that I'm not allowed to work, so I don't think they're going to have school tomorrow, so the kid will be with me probably. So um, maybe he likes helping me do this stuff, so maybe I'll have him help me uh, put in some screws into the wall and, and drop down the TV a little bit so we can hang up that mat. Yeah, Hell, after, hanging all these, after hanging these jerseys, I ain't putting shit else in the wall for at least a week. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't realize you had so many Kobe Bryant jerseys. Oh, yeah, yeah. And there's still five missing. Oh, wow. I didn't realize you had that many. Yeah, yeah there's still five I could hang up. and I didn't, They didn't have enough shadow boxes. Damn, that's that's quite a bit. And uh, so the... Now, when we were talking last, we, I, I, I know we started, I briefly, I don't know if you were in on the, on the message, Cody, I think it was just Brandon and, and Bear, and we were talking because I was trying to tell them the different shows that we've had in the past and what we've had the most listens on over time. And, uh, you know, I just found it very interesting when you go and look at it, you know, what our statistics are, where we've been, the podcast channels themselves, you know, where the most listeners are. 
And it's and we keep getting more and more countries, which just cracks me up because I'm trying to figure out who the hell listens to us. <laughs> it doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> hey, hopefully it's just uh, random ass people in random ass countries, and it's cool with me. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, exactly. And uh, so I'll just tell you, I'm going to get into the statistics over time so I can kind of tell you guys what's going on. Um, uh, what are we at? We're at the fifth now. So we had some wrestling listeners, and you know, which is great. We appreciate our wrestling listeners. And um, I'm going to go back to when this all started. So July of 18 through now, um, you know, last, what was it, January – so January of 2020, uh, this pet, you know, this last month was the most listeners we have had to date in a month, which is awesome. Very good. So we just keep getting better and better and better. We're getting more listeners. Our best month before was August of 2018, and then uh, November beat that, and then December beat that, and January actually beat that. So we've just been on the rise every month. So, Cody, it might be you getting you on the show, too, bringing up our – we're diversifying with you on the show, so to speak. Oh, I'm worldwide. What can I say? <laughs> you are worldwide. We appreciate that. Yeah, we've got a lot of countries now. Um, you know, we've got Peru in there. We've talked about Colombia. Argentina's in there now. Chile. Uh, you know, we've got a lot of South America in there. United States, of course, is big. But I was telling those guys, so – you know, not counting any of our first 10 episodes, what are the top listened to episodes of the podcast? So our most listened to episode that was not in the top 10 was episode 70, Word Life Not Serving China, was the f- top episode on the podcast that are not from the top 10. And then uh, Alphabet Aerobics was would be next. And then the pod beats Patty Boggs, which was episode 100. Uh, Alphabet Aerobics was actually episode 110. Miller Light of Beer League Story, episode 17, and then episode 77, Pie Oh My, a pecker of wood in the country house. So, uh, (laughs) (laughs) and I I went back and actually listened to that one, just the opening of some of the shit we did. It's just unbelievable where we were at. It's just fun to go back and listen to random ones and what we were talking about. It's like, oh my gosh, I could not, just remembering some of the funny stuff we did, especially with uh, when Brandon was on the show, Brandon was a lot of fun. It's always fun to hear uh, Bear and Brandon argue about shit. But now, you know, at least we've got Cody Bryant and Bear that can argue about stuff too, which also makes it just as fun. That's right. That's what we're here for. That's right. I can't agree on everything. No, I I think Cody just likes to stir the pot. Oh, by the way, Cody, uh, did you see – Bear, do you want to give us the news on what you tagged me in today and tagged Brandon in to basically tell Brandon to suck it? (laughs) Oh, why? Because Wendy's coming out with breakfast finally? Absolutely. Nationwide in March. The last thing that he thought was the only reason why Burger King had any edge was because Wendy's didn't have breakfast. Now Wendy's has breakfast. So now it's completely over. Yeah, it's a wrap, man. That was the only reason why I would go to... Well, the Burger King, they still had that rodeo... That rodeo king... Now, once the Rodeo King's gone, then, yeah, it's all over for Burger King. And I, I think the, yeah, gr- just, the greatest news that I saw today was that McDonald's is going to have an Oreo Shamrock Shake McFlurry mix coming out in March. That is dangerous. 
Yeah, I'm just going to get even fatter. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I already, I already love Shamrock Shake, but now you add Oreo <laughs> to it, it's, that's a, I mean, that's a game changer. Right. That that whole McFlurry is just going to change everything. So it's going to be what an Oreo Shamrock McFlurry. It's insane. And Kelly actually told me about yeah. that. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, they Hopefully still can't compete not. with that old school Frosty, though. True. That's true. Hopefully, though, that yeah. they're, uh, hopefully they're, um, you know, their ice cream machines work, though, just to get it. I was going to say, how are you going to get the uh, that McFlurry at McDonald's if the ice cream machine don't work? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Damn ice cream machine. That, that, that's our worst enemy. <laughs> well, now the ice cream machine will work, but then they'll run out of Oreo. Yeah, you're <laughs> yeah probably. they probably will. We'll start. We can do a Samurai shake, but I can't do an Oreo. You son of a bitch. <laughs> right. The, uh, I, I did see, speaking of you know McDonald's, did you guys see they have that new, uh, it's, an actual, it's actually true, it's on HBO, it's called McMillions, about how those... Uh, 53 family members and friends involved in a scheme that was uh, to to win the monopoly that McDonald's did every year. They rigged it to win. Looks pretty I, good. You know, I I heard about that and I didn't. I never actually watched it. I got to watch that. Yeah, I know it's on HBO, so that's going to be pretty interesting to watch. And yeah, uh, that'll be a good one. Are yeah. And uh, so just just a few things before we get into, you know, we'll, we can cover some of this at the end or kind of I'm going to kind of work backwards because I've got some things I wanted to talk about before uh, we forget. So this is usually how we end the show, some final thoughts and things. But uh, some news out there is Luke Harper, since he's out of WWE and his no compete clause is going to end in March, that he's going to reportedly sign with AEW. Do you think that's good for AEW or better for Luke Harper? I would say that that's going to be, man, I think that's going to be good for both, honestly. Um, and I say that because I don't think that, or I think that his character, he could be big. He could be big if they, if they put the right thing in there. And I think that they can make that happen, um, you know, with AEW, some of the creative that's in there. He can make a really, really good heel coming in there, um, you know, or even a face to compete with Jericho if they get him right to the top spot. We'll see how they end up playing it, but he, I think it's good for both of them. I don't think Luke Harper wanted to be in WWE anymore. No, he was pissed. I think. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I would say if he can sign, if he does sign with AEW, and uh, I mean he's pretty good, you know, on the mic too. So I could even potentially potentially see Luke Harper as the uh, leader of the Dark Order. Yeah, that'd be good. That would be a good good place to put him. Yeah, I mean, he has the credibility. You know, he can wrestle. You know, he's good on the mic. He's good enough on the mic. But as the leader, he might not even have to talk that much, you know. So, but I can see it working out for him real well. And, I'm, you know, I've got AEW on right now, too. Joey Janela, he, he looks so out of shape. Does he always look like this? What look like shit? Yeah, he just looks out of shape. Yeah, yeah he's always looked like that. Unfortunately, who's the blonde? 
<clears throat> uh, I can't think of her name right now offhand. But uh, I guess what is it? Penelope Ford, I think. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. She looks good. She's not bad looking. And who's he fighting right now? Because it just cut away from me. Um, who's he fighting against right now, Joey Janela? Kip Fabian. Nice. Yeah, I can't see because of the they got the commercial going side by side. Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah. Right. And then uh to talk about I, Go ahead, I'm sorry. Oh, I was I just uh I, I like I was explaining to a guy I worked with, man, like AEW is more of a it's more of the guys that care about the art, you know. Like you could get the money, but you know, it's more of the art too. Yeah, I mean, I can I can see that. I have no problem thinking that as well. I mean, these guys are the ones, you know, I mean, for the most part, they're all the guys that I shouldn't say couldn't cut it, but, you know, weren't wanted by the WWE. Uh, so they're out to make a name for themselves and, and have a really good, you know, have really good matches. More of the athletic side, more of the, um, you know, uh, not cheesy-ass storyline, make-it-your-own sort of thing. I think they get a little more creative, too, which is why, you know, you get a little bit better. Um, you get a little bit better look to see here. My opinion. Your opinion matters. Yeah, yeah. Like these are all, a lot of the guys that don't fit the you know the quote unquote you know TV uh, type for WWE. You know, but I think they still have the skill and you know can captivate people enough that you know people are going to watch. I mean, that's been proven already so far. So you know. In a way, this is almost kind of blowing up in, uh, in a way, it's blowing up in Vince's face, you know. But Vince is yeah, always uh, going to have I, his people. Yeah, I, mean, I think he likes the competition. I think he wants this, honestly. I really do. I think he understands that at this point, he knows that the competition is only going to help fuel, you know, possibly, potentially, some of the numbers that they saw, you know, back in the back in the uh, in the mid '90s or late '90s, with the uh, Attitude Era and WCW, WWF, you know, the Monday Night Wars, I think that's what he wants because he knows that he's never, you know, this isn't like '97 where there or '96, whatever, where there was potential that they could have went out of business. Like it was possible that they would have got beat. It could have happened. I think he realized that that's not going to happen now. So he wants a little bit of competition there, understanding that, you know, they're the they are the cream of the crop. They're WWE, they're the main, they're the they're the number one. Even though AEW probably has well, I know that they have better stories, better wrestlers, better athleticism, I think, in general. Right. Um what uh so just to kind of talk about them, and, and they, they had some news today, too, that uh, who, who Killer Cross and then what, Timothy Thatcher both signed with uh, WWE today? Yeah. So Which I think Killer Cross is kind of like the worst-kept secret, you know, of him signing since uh, they already signed his girlfriend. So, and, um, 
Oh my gosh, I can't think. Oh my gosh, her name is Scarlet. Uh, Scarlet Bordeaux. So I think it was just a matter of time that he was going to come on. Right, because he was with what? He was with Lucha Underground for primarily most of his years, and then recently he was with Impact and uh, MLW this year. Right. He was. I mean, he was on MLW for what? A match. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, and then he spent the most the last what last couple years he's been at Impact. Correct. And then before that, he was with Triple uh, A, and then Lucha yeah, Underground. Yeah, he he was good. I know he was in WWE before, uh, I think five years ago. He was just on Raw for what I was reading, that he was in a tag match with Darren Young, and they beat they uh, fought the Ascension. It's hard to believe the Ascension was there five years ago on Raw. <laughs> right. That's exactly what I was laughing. I was like, they were there then? <laughs> right. So do you think that's a good pickup? Do you think he's going to be in NXT for a while or go to main roster? What do you think about uh, Killer Cross? He'll probably be in NXT the whole time, I think. Yeah? Yeah, I just don't see... I can't... I don't really see his character uh, making it to, like, the main roster, either on Raw or SmackDown. I mean, he's got a chance since, you know, Heyman... Is on Raw, but at this point, I don't. I don't know. I don't really see it. Yeah, he might be like Tomasa Chapa and stay on NXT. It'd probably be better for him. And they got to build that brand too because they're consistently losing to AEW each week. But I, I don't think they care right. that they're losing to AEW because that's not the the point for them. Um, you know, yeah, it's competition, but you know, Vince knows uh, the product he has. But I think when Triple H really kind of takes over everything, which now we don't we don't really know because the succession planning for uh, WWE was kind of thrown out the door when they just kind of let go of two of their board of directors, which we haven't really talked right. about that yet either. And I mean, we we probably should because that was a big deal. That was kind of surprising. Was, you, I saw that, but was the whole story behind it? So, um, what is it? Uh, they have two the two presidents. What is it? Michelle Wilson and George Barrios, who they let go. Yeah, yeah. And they were both the presidents, yeah. and and he, and the when he did that, the stock went down even more, of course, because he they fired their executives. And I'm like, uh, that's that's not good <laughs> that you let them go. And I think that the big thing that Vince mentioned is, and here I'll quote him for you because I just found his quote. I'm grateful for all that was accomplished during their tenure, but the board and I decided a change was necessary as we have different views on how best to achieve our strategic priorities moving forward. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, and so it looks like uh, they were named co-presidents in 2018, February 2018, uh, after serving as CFO and Chief Revenue and Marketing Officer, respectively. And the company's revenue rose 16% that year to $930 million, the highest in its history. 
And they had, they also had a hand in getting lucrative TV rights deals for WWE. As we know, we've covered in previous episodes that they went from, you know, $180 million for both shows in a year to, what, like 400 and something million overall? $205 million for one show a year and 250 for the other, something like that? Something insane. Basically, right. basically tripled for just TV rights, which is insane. And then uh, when they when they got released, the stock fell twenty one percent to forty eight dollars and eighty eight cents. And I know a few years back, and it's its lowest level in nearly two years. I know we had talked about it in uh, eight two thousand eighteen, and before that, when we were all you know discussing this, when WWE stocks were like in the teens, and then it got up to what damn near seventy or eighty dollars. I think it was up to 100 at one point. Was it? Yeah, I, I remember it was low. We talked about, yeah, we should buy some of this. And then it just like, I know when they did the network, it was low. And then it just, it's slowly increased over time. And I'm going to actually look that up while we're talking what their stock has done over the years. Because it was, it was you know, crazy over time. I'm going to look over the last uh, five years. So, yeah, I mean, it went from like 20 to 100. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it was... Uh, so, now it's back down low. <laughs> yep, so in the last five years, the it was at... So five years ago, on this date, it was at $13.23. Which is crazy. And their 52-week high... So in 2018, it was up to 96.73, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. And their 52-week high is $100.45, like you said, and their 52-week low is 45.10. Yep. That's, that's, trust me, I I remember it being right in that $18 to $20 range and, and thinking about buying it. Um, and just never pulling the trigger on it. And then, you know, kind of got away from looking at stocks for a few months. And then next thing you know, that time I look, it's like 87. And I'm like, what the hell? So I start paying attention. It goes to 100. I'm like, oh, God. I could have yeah. made freaking five times my money. That yeah. Sucks. If we would have we went back to even 2000 and, uh, 2012, it was down in the $7. That's yeah, and then it went up to $30 in 2014, dropped again down to the 10s. And then as we can see, obviously, it's gone up to, it was at $100 at one point. And it's still doing pretty well. I mean, 48.88 is is double of anything it's been over the last, since it went public in, two, or in 1999, when it was $24 when it opened. So it's double that even now. Yeah, it's insane. So I think Vince knows what he's doing when he went public with it. Obviously, he still owns majority, and uh, that's a lot of money. <laughs> right. Well, we should have invested years ago when we had when we had the opportunity. <laughs> yeah, hindsight. Yeah, you're you're damn right. Hindsight's twenty twenty. Uh so. Um, <laughs> You know, we got Super Showdown coming up later this month. And uh, on Raw, Ricochet beat, what, um, 
Seth Rollins and who else did he fight? But it kind of was the writing was on the wall that he was going to win because I'm like, great, we're going to watch Super Showdown and see what a live murder looks like because you know that Ricochet is not going to stand a chance. And I know people have said that Brock does well with the smaller guys and makes them look good. But I'm like, okay, he destroyed Kofi. He destroyed AJ Styles pretty much. I mean, they had a good match one time, but other than that, he pretty much beats the hell out of him. And uh, now they're going to fight at Super Showdown. What are your thoughts on that? Well, they probably should have did it at the Rumble, but I guess, I mean, if you're saving it for this, I, I guess. But I don't know. It's not like they're putting it on pay-per-view or anything, so... I don't know. They, I think they just could have built it for the Rumble and, you know, and seen what would have happened then. Yeah, these these four-week builds are getting a little bit old. Um, not not a fan of them. So, yeah, I mean, I guess it is, it is what it is. What, what are you going to do, you know? I just, yeah. They're going to keep keep doing these, keep doing these three- to four-week build-ups and make nothing of it. There's no story. There's no nothing. Um, and then on to the next. Because, you know, it'll be McIntyre uh, most likely for WrestleMania. Yeah. So, I'm sure McIntyre will come out and interfere some way in the Ricochet. And maybe that's all will happen. Maybe it won't. If they make it a non-title match, watch Ricochet win. Right. That would be crazy. Because McIntyre interferes or something. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I'm sure that's what it'll turn into. And the the other fun part of this, as I cracked up, was in other news, Brock Lesnar has shown up every episode of Raw since 2020 started. <laughs> That's a big deal for him. Yeah, and, I think for Brock, yeah. And then I was reading some other news on uh, how... Edge was offered by AEW $3 million a year with a light schedule. And basically he told WWE that. And so he, over the three-year contract, he has $3 million a year. He has to appear, I think, on 25 television tapings and uh, wrestle a certain amount of matches at pay-per-view or, you know, whatever you want to say, the big events. So I think he made out. And, um, you know, granted he's 46 years old now, but he hasn't fought in nine years so I think he's as healthy as he's going to be, and you get three years out of him, and he'll be damn near 50, and I, I, I'm happy with it. Are, are you guys okay with Edge being back? And, you know, I, I like what they're doing with Orton, but do you think after Orton that whole thing's done, what do you think they do? you think they do something with Christian or anybody else? Well, it'd be nice. I'm glad they did it. It'd be nice, but I don't know. How much more can you really do? With Edge, beside you know, if you only got him for half the year, essentially. Yeah, I mean, what is it? It's just going to be random ass appearances here and there. I mean, don't get me wrong, I like it. I think it's, I think it's just fine. But I just, I mean, I, I like these guys coming in, but it's, it's going to be tough for him to wrestle at all a lot. Just because of that. you know, I know his neck is healed if he had to do it, but it can't be that healed, you know. Right. I just, I don't think that. Uh, I mean, I don't mind it. I like seeing him back, but not. It's going to be mid card ish. You know, it, it's not going to be main event ish. Um, obviously, still with Brock. 
all that would be my guess. He'll stay in the main. But we'll see, man. I mean, it's always good to have old superstars back and especially old world champions. And, and one of the, you know, one of the most underrated guys ever is Ed, in all honesty. I mean, that dude, he, he could have been top, top for a long time. He just was in an era that, you know, had Triple H and Cena. So, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's tough. It's tough to hold that. He was, he, he was, if he was, if he was in his prime now, I guarantee that he'd be the top guy. He'd have to have the belt. Yeah, I totally agree yeah, with you there. He's solid. He he has been good for several years, and, I mean, obviously he's been gone for nine, but like you said, I mean, he was in an era with Cena and even Orton, Triple H, uh, a lot of guys, and, he, you know, a friend of ours, like uh, Cody, you'll remember, Dirk, he went with us to WrestleMania 30. He's a humongous Edge fan. Yeah. Edge is his guy. And I haven't talked to him. I need to talk yeah. to him and see what he thinks about uh, Edge being back. He's got to be over the moon with Edge being back. Because, I mean, although we had heard of it and rumors of it, I was like, I was still surprised and, you know, kind of you, you mark out for a minute for realizing, like, oh, shit, he actually is back. And you always hear rumors and, you know, unfortunately with the Internet, you get all this stuff ahead. But it's like, all right, we'll see if it actually happens. And it did. It was pleasant to see. All right. So in with the Rumble, uh, I, I read something today from uh, the New Day's podcast that, that – uh, our, our good friend Big E Langston, or Big E, what he said, and I found it hilarious, so I'll quote him. Uh, so they talked to him about how he's going to, what he's going to do for the Rumble in the future, and he basically said he's going to get fat and cover himself in oil so he can't get eliminated. So here's what he said. People make the mistake of trying to eliminate a lot of people. It's not about eliminating others. It's about not being eliminated. So one year, I'm going to get real fat. I'm going to bulk to Rumble. It's not going to be a good bulk. It's going to be a fat bulk, and I'm going to get real greased up. A layer of cocoa butter, a layer of baby oil, a layer of lotion, then double it. Real greased up, real fat, wearing little baby tiny trunks, run in like I'm about to do something, and I'm going to slide right to the middle and lay down. Starfish, come get me. Add a layer of Crisco. (laughs) Biggie's always a fun one. Right, right. Oh gosh! And then uh, the uh, I know we got off of of the other because we kept going on and on and, and we were talking about the globes and everything else. So of course, thank you to Cassandra at, at PNC, Tim at Verizon, um, Sparty Steve, of course, sponsored the lunch, and then Connell Barrett, DatingTransformation.com. Barry, you can give a little insight on that one. I, we went too deep into this already. It's, it's too far. It's okay. The thanks is good enough. <laughs> <laughs> good. I know. It's like we, we go off and like, oh, yeah, here's this and that and this and the sponsors. So, yeah, of course, thank you to them. We'll thank them again at the end here coming up pretty much in the next 20 minutes. Um, I know Justin on the Twitter, he gave us another good one. Um, since AEW Wrestling did a show on a cruise boat, what other crazy sites would be great to host a WrestleMania event? And uh, or a wrestling event, not a WrestleMania event. I'm sorry, wrestling event. 
So one I just thought of because it was hilarious is since the uh, State of the Union address was last night, that would be a good place to do it at the Capitol building. Seems like a great place to hold a wrestling event after what went down last night. Yeah, that would definitely be a uh, that would definitely be an interesting one. Um, oh man, let's see. I don't know. What, I mean, after the, the hardcore title and the attitude era, I don't really know what's left. I mean, <laughs> a junkyard. <laughs> No, WCW did that. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and so, somebody got like a infection and damn near died. Uh, I, I want to say it was Finley. Fit Finley. Jesus. He had, like a really bad cut. he had like a really bad cut off some rusted metal and like, you know, damn near lost his arm or something. Hmm. Uh... I don't know, man. I think the Catholic building is good for me. They had some crazy places too, though. With that, they had that body slam challenge on the on the battleship, and then uh, you know, then you had the Stone Cold Booker T, you know, fighting in the grocery store in the supermarket. Yeah, like. Just go to like a hobby. Know, just go to a hobby that. lobby on a Sunday. They're closed. Break in and just destroy a hobby lobby. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hell, the Undertaker had uh, him and Jake the Snake attacked the Macho Man at his wedding reception. So I mean, I don't think anything is is, is sacred. Yeah. No. I, I. I'm just trying to trying to find a place they haven't done anything right. yet. Right. Beaches, I mean, no. But late and what what is it? Uh, didn't there a river outside Memphis when they when they wrestled in there? Yeah, didn't that was Al Snow and uh who was Al Snow and uh Hardcore Holly, I think, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh hell, Big Show got dragged on a casket through the through the cemetery. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was that Big Show's dad or something? <laughs> I remember seeing that for the first time, and I laughed then. And I'm like, man, this is supposed to be serious, but it was hilarious. Damn, let's see. Um, I mean, literally, in your house was one, so in people's houses, even though it right. wasn't, but in a sense. Um, right. Yeah. I, think, I mean, it's, it's pretty much been everywhere. I, I think everything's been covered. Right, hell, you had Vince and Stone Cold in the hospital. Uh, hell, Kane and you know Kane saved Austin from getting embalmed alive. So, I mean, the morgue is off limits. I mean, like, I don't know. I guess hell, the only thing left is for somebody to get thrown off a cliff or something. Yeah, and did you guys? I was thrown off a cliff. <laughs> yeah, they could fight in uh, like the Maumee River on a pontoon boat. <laughs> right, right. I mean, if they really want to be badass, just have a match just in 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 the lake, you know, during out during an algae bloom. <laughs> yeah, go to Grand Lake St. Mary's yeah. where you're not supposed to swim. 
Go to like where there's toxic waste runoff somewhere. Fight there. Come out with a third eye. Yeah. Did you guys? Uh, yeah, one of those. Uh, yeah, one of those creeks out near Davis, Bessie. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, did you guys see? Have you guys been watching AEW most of the night? Uh, I have been. Yeah. I'm, I'm on it right now. And Britt Baker fought Yuka earlier today, and Yuka legit got a tooth knocked out. Oh, I missed that part. Yeah, she legit had a tooth knocked out today. <laughs> well, damn. I guess uh, I guess if Britt's not going to get any bookings, she might as well, you know, get some side work. Yeah, no shit. That's a rough one. And um, did you see... Um, the there was a meme, you know. Obviously, we saw uh, Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi tearing up Trump's speech from the State of the Union. There was a meme out there though, said it. It was uh, Rebby Hardy actually put it on Twitter, and it said it's a beautiful day in the Hardy compound, guys. And it shows Nancy Pelosi, and it puts Vince McMahon like that's Vince and Matt Hardy's ideas being torn up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> Oh God! Yeah, I seen that, and then uh, somebody else took one. Uh, Vince McMahon at seven fifty nine every Monday night. <laughs> Just tears it up. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> Which I mean, dude. all right now. Oh yeah, I see I'm that now. I just that. got to it. Picture by Redney. Which one? Uh, which is the hottest milk? Rebby, Brie Bella. Or uh, Maurice. Oh. What do you do? Right Maurice. She was always my number one. Give me Maurice all day. I don't know, man. You've seen Bree, right? I mean. Bree's always looked good, but, I mean, Maurice has always been my uh, diva or woman of choice. <laughs> I've seen uh they put a picture of Bree up somewhere. I think I've seen on, uh, might have been Reddit or something. And it was like uh, before and after, like when she first got into WWE compared to like what she is now. Ooh, boy. So, and uh, yeah, I agree. What about you, Bear? What do you think? I already said Maurice. Hands down. Thank you. Milf Maurice is uh, yeah. sexy. <laughs> And then I saw, I saw, I saw, what is it? Uh, Nikki Bell is pregnant now, too. Nikki and Brie. Yeah, they both are. Wonderful. Did you see, I don't know if you saw this in uh, GCW, like the death, you know they have death matches, but did you see the spot that involved dropping him on butcher knives? Yeah, that's just so stupid. Yeah, I've seen that. Dude, absolutely insane. What is it? Makashi Takeda, he took the blade spot. Absolutely insane. I don't know if you've seen it. So he had to get here's, – here's what I read about it. He had to get 50 stitches between his back and arms, and he had trouble finding a hospital in Tokyo, and he had to make 20 phone calls. He was able to get to a hospital. And he's been pulled, obviously, from the rest of the GCW Japan tour. And he's uh, he's planning his comeback soon as soon as he's healed. But if you saw his the, his back, it is disgusting. But they legit have not dro- legit dropped him on butcher blades. 
Yeah, that was just that's just so stupid. And it gets to a point to where it's like, come on, man, it's it, come on. I, I did. Yeah, that's when you break out the you break out the Jr. voice. But that's enough, damn it. <laughs> that's enough, damn it. <laughs> Oh God! Yeah, I Bear, have you been able to see that yet? No, I will. But it's almost as bad as probably taking ten lashes, quote unquote, um, for whatever is going on that I'm watching right now. Because this is about as as embarrassing. Yeah, I haven't. Like, what's the point of this? What's the on this? Yeah, I'm trying to think what the point of the 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 ten lashes were. Yeah, I mean, yeah, just to get, know. you know, just to get a match. I guess I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure, but it looks like it hurts. Yeah, yeah. Dustin looks just old as old can be. <laughs> right. Yeah, like, it almost looks like he's getting a whooping at the family reunion because he stuck his finger in the baked beans, you know. Yeah, he keeps taking these lashes. I, I don't get it. Yeah. Right, like first his dad came down, first granddad came down, then the uncle came down. You know, now now the cousins are coming down. Like, come on. Come on. And what what's the point of this? Because I haven't turned down. I don't even know what's going on. Like, This was uh, one of the stipulations that he had to have just to get another match with uh, MJF. Yeah, I see the Young Bucks down there now. I know your guys is ahead of mine, so it's like, I don't know what's going on. I just see him taking lashes. I'm like, ugh. All right. Well, whatever. No, People do anything. I don't know about lashes. Give me flashback. MJF just laying on the ropes. <laughs> nice. Oh, it's just terrible. All right. So, um, you guys ready for some trivia from Jeremy? Yeah, I am. All right. So, not much success in the last one. Uh, Cody Bryant's up to 130. Uh, I'm at 139. Bears at 125. Parrot's still at 75. So, here we go. Old school question of the night were three points. Who was Hulk Hogan's opponent on the very first episode of Monday Nitro? Hint, Hogan also feuded with this individual previously in the WWF, but using a different name than in WCW. I'm looking for the WCW name, by the way. So that is your uh, hint. I'm going to open up my phone here so because it was locked, so in case you guys text me on what we're getting. <clears throat> Excuse me. So Hogan... Hogan's first match on Nitro, and we need the dude WCW name. Correct. Is correct. Correct. And they feuded in WWF as well. I can't. I think I know who it is, but I can't remember his WCW name. Shit. All right. Uh, I'm just going to tell you because I don't know if it's right or not. And if you guys agree, you agree. I'm going to go with Shark. Uh, 
who also is John Tenta, who was Earthquake in WWF. That's my guess. Yeah, that's who I was going to go with. Shark. Shark. Type that in. <laughs> Shark. John Tenta. Is that the only person I can think of at that time? Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, I can't really think. I was going to say Booty Man, but I think he was hurt at that point. Big Bubba Rogers. So Big Boss Man. Damn. So we're all wrong. (laughs) That was a good one, though. That was. I, uh, I can picture it now. I can picture it now, too. Yeah, I forgot about this. That feud it wasn't long in WWF, so that's the only reason I forgot about it. Right. I was, it wasn't long. Yeah, I always forgot about, uh, you know, I was like, oh, I'll just go with Booty Man. I, I think he was still hurt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so next yeah, up. I mean, for- there's only, like, they're, they're tough. There's only a few of them that really you could uh, – that you could name on that one. But. Yeah, because right. what else was uh, he was what earthquake shark? What else was he in WCW? Avalanche. Yeah, avalanche. Yeah, yeah, yeah avalanche. <laughs> I think that was they always gave him like a, a a fucking name that was some kind of natural disaster. Natural disaster was badass, though, man. Oh, they were. It was great. All right. Uh, Whenever you guys are ready. Yep. All right. Here we go, Jeremy. All right. For three points, in the WWF, when Mark Merrow turned heel and split with Sable, who did he choose as his new valet? Yeah. All right, what do we got? Do you know it, Gary? I, I put mine in. All right, Jacqueline. Yeah, Jacqueline, yeah. Jacqueline. I was trying to Yeah, I was trying to text it to you. Jacqueline. I I put Luna cuz I know at one point he was with Luna and Gold Dust, uh, but I couldn't remember when that was. And Jacqueline's correct, so I'll give you guys 3. Forgot about Jacqueline to be honest with you. I remember he was with Luna and, and Gold Dust when he kind of teamed up when he was healing a bit for a bit, but uh, that was later on. Yeah, it was. It was. I mean, it was not that much further. I was right after that, though. Yeah. All right. So that was. Good. <laughs> here's what he's got. Last week's Eliminator Challenge was very impressive, especially Jake. This week, I need an Eliminator Challenge that will actually eliminate you guys. Excuse me. So, from January of 1991 up to the demise of WCW in 2001, there were 19 men that won the WCW uh, Heavyweight Championship. Name them. Once again, you are eliminated with a wrong answer. Last one left gets 10 points. Parrot again will get five for each correct answer. Parrot's not here. Order will be Parrot, Gray, Bear, and Cody. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, all 
right. So I'm for. So I'm going to tell him. I I gotta I gotta type a little differently. So give me a minute. So parrot is not here because I'm I'm using my computer to talk to him on Messenger. So let me tell him parrot is not here. So it looks like I go first. And just to update the point standing, so uh, Cody is at 133. Bears at 128. I'm still at 139. Jake is at 75. And he said, darn, okay, because he was hoping for Parrot. <laughs> so we just need <laughs> WCW World Heavyweight Championship. So there's 19 men in WCW from 91 until 2001. So I guess I'll start off. I'll go with the obvious. I'll just start with Hogan. Okay. All right, let me type in Hogan to him. And then, uh, Barry, you're next. Hogan's correct. Booker T. Booker T. Okay. And Jeremy, correct. Cody? Is he counting when they called it the international title, too? Oh, God. Are you... For, in 1991, was it still called that? 90, well, there was a point, I want to say like 92, 92, 93, they had two titles at one point in time, and it was the, the big gold belt was the international title. I just asked him that question, so we'll see what he says, and he's typing back to me right yeah. now. Uh, should be an interesting one. Do, 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 do. I don't think so. I don't even remember that. Is what he said. So uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, is he saying the heavyweight championship or like the big gold belt or the guys that have the big gold belt? Because that's yeah. But uh, I'm gonna go Big Van Vader. 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 He said, "If it was the top belt after '91, then I guess." <laughs> Vader is correct. So back to me. I'll go with Sting. Correct. So that's four. We're on to uh, Bear. I am going to go with the Nature Boy, Ric Flair. Woo! I'm just going to type woo. <laughs> correct. <laughs> Cody? Uh, Ron Simmons. Ron Simmons. Yeah, I should just say. That's what I'm going to say now. Damn. See if he's get, he catches my vibe. Correct, LOL. <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, Goldberg. Goldberg. Correct. Goldberg. Um, how about the uh, greatest WCW heavyweight champion of all time, one David Arquette? I <laughs> love it. <laughs> David Arquette. So, so that would be, what, eight for us now, right? He said, no no way we're running yeah. the table. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> that's what he said? We're not going to run the table? Yeah, with 19 guys, so that's eight. I don't see how we're not going to do it. I think that's we eight. can. I say he must not know who I am. Yeah, he does know who you are. (laughs) (laughs) 
Vince Russo. Vince Russo. Vince. Right. Russo. Correct. <laughs> Sad face. <laughs> I, knew, I knew once I said our cat Russo was coming right behind that. I was hoping it would have rolled back around to me on that. <laughs> uh, I, I put in already. I put in already. Kevin Nash. And that's correct. Uh, I think. I hope I'm not wrong, but I'm pretty sure Macho held it. So I'm gonna go Macho Man. Nine to go, by the way. Macho Man is in. Correct. Lex Luger. Flex Luger. Lex Luger. Sexy Lexi, right? Sexy Lexi. Sexy Lex. Correct. Flexing his peck. <clears throat> Flexing his peck. <clears throat> I put in Bret Hart. That's also correct. On to me. On to you. Big Papa Pump. Big Papa Pump. The Freak Zilla. Big Papa Pump. Holler if you hear me. <laughs> Correct. Correct. Five more to go. Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett. Correct. You know, that was when he was the chosen one and never drew a dime. Never drew a dime. Uh, I'm going to go. He said somebody has to slip up eventually. I don't think he has faith in us again. I'm going to go like with. I said, he forgot me. Don't forget us, man. We're here, too. <laughs> the uh, <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to go with, of course, <clears throat> you have to go with. Uh, uh, just typed it to him. My bad. The giant. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> uh, that was my next one. And he said, "Correct, three to go. Somebody better be eliminated." I said, "Nope. Oh no," is what he said. Uh, so, <laughs> Bear, you're up next. Oh man, that was you just took mine. Um. Oh shit! I I we know got three of three left. Yeah, I I think I know two of them. I don't know the last one. Ugh, but it's not my turn, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to um, tell him Bear is thinking right now. There's only one more that I, and I don't even know if he. Freaking held it, so I'm just gonna go out and say, um, oh fuck, what's his uh, Wyndham Barry Wyndham? Barry, that's, Wyndham. that's my last one, I think. Barry Wyndham for Bear. If that's even freaking right, I, that might have been before '91. <laughs> 
Incorrect. Mm-hmm. He said You're he, right. He said he wanted to get somebody out. Incorrect. Thank you. <laughs> what? Really? Wait a minute. What title was that that Barry Windham and Lex Luger had in the steel cage? And they used one of uh, uh, Dusty Rose's old title belt. Uh, I thought that was a one-on-one title match. Um, let's let's see. You want me to ask him that? I can't. Yeah, I can't remember what year it was, but I'm pretty sure that was a world heavyweight title match because Flair was gone. And it was Barry Windham and Lex Luger in a cage. Was it before 91? I want to say it was either 91 or 92. Because it was right after Flair left for WWF. I don't know. But, but I think you're right, Ben. But because when he left, though, did did Wyndham actually get it, or did he did it go right to Luger? I don't remember though. Yeah, he might. Uh, that's why I can't remember if he was or not. It might have been before that. Because I think I think he lost it though, Luke. Oh, here we go. That's what I'm Here we go. Rick Rick Flair. Rick Flair was champ. He left for WWE yeah. and was stopped at the title. When yeah. Flair left, he took the big gold belt, which represented the NWA and right. WCW. Uh, Luger was originally the number one contender to face Flair, but after he left WCW for the WWF and the title declared vacant, Wyndham was named the number two contender, and Luger beat Wyndham in a steel cage for the vacant title. Yeah. Okay, so it was vacant. Yes. All right. Mm. So that answers that question. Ugh. Damn. All right. Oh, sorry, guys. It's good. Well, I had that. It's all right. Nah, you, we got you. I thought that was pretty damn good, dude. Yeah, we got you. All right. What do you got? I got Chris Benoit. That's who I could not think of. So thank you. <laughs> I could not think of Cody Chris Benoit. Uh, I'm gonna go. I think this is one we we all looked over, but DDP, man. No, I was saving him as the as my ace in the hole. So we got one more left. Will yep. Cody get the last one? It's on me. Yep. Did vicious. And that was who I thought it was too, because he was towards the end. Yeah, Chris Benoit uh, beat him for the title. Yep. Dang it! I thought that one could stump you guys. Nope. So we he says we get we gotta split it so we get five each. Five, five. So that puts you at one thirty-eight and me at one forty-four. Uh oh, very nice job. He says he's impressed once again. I don't think Parrot would have got Parrot might have got Rick Flair. <laughs> That's about it. I don't think he's probably got Rick Flair. Maybe DDP. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think he would have gotten Maybe Goldberg. Goldberg, maybe. Yeah, I think he would have got at least five, no, to be honest. I don't think he would have known who Goldberg yeah. was. No, he would have started. I think he would have got. Dude, he would have got out because he would have said, he The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> I think he probably would have got Hogan, Flair, Savage, and probably Sting and Goldberg. No. No. No, not a chance. No. That's not cool. You know what? Next week when he's he here, know, no. when he's here next week, we'll ask him this question. 
and we'll just tell him. Yeah. We'll give him. We'll give him like ten guesses, and let him just name guys, <laughs> and I guarantee you, he's gonna get maybe two. <laughs> I don't know. I got faith in him. Not for WCW. I don't. <laughs> Dude, WCW ended before he was in, even in grade school. Tell Jeremy to think of another one. I like these. These are good ones. All right, let me tell him. Please keep doing these. We love them. All right, so um, all he has this week is what's up with these wellness policy failures lately. Say it ain't so, Joe. <laughs> Talk to you guys next week. <laughs> what do you think of all these wellness policies getting failures we had what Samoa Joe just failed uh, Andrade's obviously out for a couple more weeks did they confirm Samoa Joe though I've only seen that was a rumor I think he was confirmed actually oh well damn hell he got two bionic knees <laughs> you gotta do something and he's and Jeremy did say he's glad, so definitely yes, he'll keep doing this. Wait. Yeah, I love I like those. It. Those are fun. Because I'm like, you know, I, I think I, they're great. I, I kind of felt, uh, I kind of felt a little. I dude, I totally thank God you guys did Russo and Arquette because I forgot about them. I thought I started off with the easy ones with Hogan, Goldberg, <laughs> you know, all those easy ones. Yeah, I just knew that. I knew that once I said Russo or Arquette, that the other one was coming. I thought about going Russo first, but yeah, I, I wanted to hold that one off. I wouldn't even have mentioned it. I, I, and Benoit is who I couldn't remember, and thankfully Cody said that one. I didn't even realize he won I'm that. I'm not going to lie, I didn't even Benoit won. Yeah, I had no idea he even won the WCW and WCW. I thought yeah. he left because he didn't. They never gave it to him. Right. Like, I knew that, um, uh, like, Sid had won that. Because did he did he win it? He won it a couple times, though, didn't he? Yeah, he won it a couple of times, though. Yeah, that's what I thought. Because, like you said, he got it from Benoit. But I think, I remember he got it from, uh, what, Kevin Nash, right? Yeah. That was later on Kevin towards Nash. the end. But it is, it is good. So, um, AEW finished off. I know we 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 started getting into this whole trivia thing and kind of let go of what was going on with uh, wrestling. We got our Justin on the Twitter, got him in. Uh, so just really, we got on this day is left. So give me a year, either one of you. Uh, ninety four. 94 and it doesn't look like there was anything in 94 <laughs> so how about 98 95 98 there wasn't anything then either so we'll go to 98 that's the first raw they have on here uh 98 from the uh evansville indiana roberts memorial stadium attendance 84 57 barry windham and jeff jarrett beat animal and hawk henry ogodwin beat pierre Owlette. Brian Christopher and Pantera beat Aguila and Takamichinoku. Farouk and Rocky Maivia beat Chains and Ken Shamrock. 
Steve Blackman beat beat uh, what is it Recon, and then Thrasher yeah. beat the artist yeah. formerly yeah. known as Gold Recon, Dust. Yeah. <laughs> interesting. Very interesting card. Uh, and this is also, by the <laughs> way, on uh, February 9th. So, because this is when this show will release. Um, some birthdays today. We got what? Serenity, Rocky Lobo, Shelly Martinez, whoever that is. Shelly Martinez? You don't remember her? Shelly Ma- uh, Martinez? No. Chick. Yeah, she's the vampire chick on uh, ECW. Huh. Well, I'll be damned. Uh, remember uh, that Kevin Thorne dude that played Mordecai? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was the, bound, the vampire guy in ECW, and uh, that's who came out with him. Well, we'll go, uh, to, uh, we'll, we'll go to 2009 Impact Wrestling. Brother Devon and Brother Ray beat Kurt Angle and Sting. Scott Steiner beat Petey Williams in a headdress on a pole match. It's <laughs> hilarious. Uh, what is that? Sojourner Bolt? Remember her? Sojourner Bolt? Is that what it is? Yeah. Sojourner Bolt? I remember her. I can't remember where else she went, though. Yeah, she beat... Uh, it was a nine-knockout gauntlet match. Beat Angelina Love, Madison Rain, ODB... Uh, Rasha Saeed, Raka Khan, Roxy, Taylor Wilde, Velvet Sky. And then Consequences Creed and Jay Lethal. I still can't believe that he's been around that long, Xavier Woods. Him and Jay Lethal beat Alex Shelley and Chris Sabin. And then uh, James Storm and Robert Roode beat Abyss and Rhino. And then Sting beat Kurt Angle to retain the TNA World Heavyweight title. Same year... But Monday Night Raw, not Impact, Beth Phoenix and Jillian Hall beat Kelly Kelly and Melina. Cody Rhodes and DiBiase Jr. beat JTG and Chad Gaspard. Uh, Jericho, Kane, and Mike Knox beat Cena, Kingston, and Mysterio. Mark Henry beat Shawn Michaels. CM Punk beat William Regal. And The Undertaker beat Randy Orton. Interesting. Not a bad card. Not a bad card. No, not at all. Pretty good. No, uh, nothing really. I mean, there's some other WWE live events, but we don't need to get really into any of that. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, that's pretty good for this day. So, uh, thanks to Wes Anderson for Moments in Time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter. It's Songs by Wes. Thank you to uh, All Our Clothing, Crandall's Quality Lawn Care. Tim at Verizon, Cassandra PNC, Sparty Steve, Connell Barrett, DatingTransformation.com. And as always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Adios, muchachos. Best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be.